everybody. Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. We have an awesome episode because today we are fortunate to have Daria Wolf as a special guest on the show. She is one of the best female professional dropshippers on the planet and is a digital marketing expert who successfully started her own private label company. And for those of you in e-com, you should get to know who she is because she's absolutely crushing it with her own company and built a team of 30 people to help operate her own business. If you don't, you're missing out big time because she's got mad skills in branding and private labeling. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're gonna learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Before my eyes, Daria has been crushing it in e-commerce with an innovative digital marketing approach and inspiring others through her work at Hustle Inc. while traveling the world and totally living the laptop lifestyle. Dara is the real deal and is one of the few women in e-commerce making waves and is quickly becoming a role model for other women to follow. Time is money and everyone is looking to get a piece of her time. And I'm so happy to have her on the show today. Daria, how's it going? Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really stoked about this. So awesome. And I get opportunities like this that, you know, fit with the schedule and stuff. So it's, it's uh, really nice that you reached out to me. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm totally excited about it. And I'm glad we had a chance to connect our schedules and get this thing on the air. So this is great. So I was wondering if you could dart for the audience, share your journey into e-commerce and dropshipping. So I mean, it's a really long story, but I'll try and I'll try and give you the short version of it. Um, so I was in a totally different world, um, went to school to study medicine spent about a year working in the hospital um, at the children's hospital and a series of kind of unfortunate events um, put me and my significant other at the time in a really tough financial situation and then mm. in addition to that um, very quickly realizing that I just wasn't cut out for dealing with pediatric emergency situations and the trauma and everything that went with that um, as I was taking a toll on me, yeah. um, I, I knew that I had to figure out other ways to make money. Um, I went from my significant other at the time who was kind of taking care of the mortgage and the cars and, um, making sure that we were good while I went through school. And then, you know, always kind of being the, the main provider in our household to a situation where he wasn't able to work anymore physically. Um, and then being very young at the time, but also like a strong willed person, I was like, don't worry, I got this. You just focus on taking care of yourself. Like I got, I got the mortgage, I got the car, I got all of it. Don't worry. I got it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, was like working at the hospital, taking all the night shifts, the weekend shifts as much as I could. And, uh, just not in a good place. Um, yeah. And at this time, this is when dropshipping wasn't as well known as it is now, but yeah. um, previously having worked for a marketing agency to pay for school, I kind of was, you know, in tune with some different people that were in the online world. And I had heard about e-commerce and I heard about Shopify. 
And so I was intrigued. And I was also in a situation where I was literally willing to try anything. And I mean, I was pretty well connected to in the community and just, you know, like, okay, how can I, how can I capitalize off of this? So I learned all I could online. There was a lot of information available. I decided to open my own store, Lux Mafia. Um, Lux Mafia, my first baby, Pride and Joy. And um, from all the information that I gathered, you know, I felt pretty good about it. Um, I decided to come up with my first product which was um, actually a private label. So um, being a girl and um, at the age that I was, and like, I just figured, well, something that I know that I like and all my friends like are false eyelashes. And I thought this is great because like I can get these at cost now for myself. And I realized how much they actually cost to make instead of buying $50 lashes, okay, now I can, you know, supply myself as well. It just was a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah, totally. um, (laughs) It didn't really pan out (laughs) as I expected to. I mean, I bought all this inventory up front. Um, inventory. Wow. I wasn't really too sure about how the drop shipping thing worked. I was trying to get my stuff into the Amazon warehouse so they could drop ship it for me. But obviously having to like put all that, cost up up front to buy the inventory and also just not really knowing what I was doing. Um, didn't go very well for the first, you know, six to eight weeks. Wow. Yeah. And then how um, did you transition through that. So there was, this was like a really dark time, you know, I, like I told you, this was my last resort kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember um, my, my boyfriend went to go answer the door. Someone was at the door. And then he comes up and he has just like this like ghost look on his face and he goes, uh, there, there's someone here asking for you. And so I go to the door and it's this like officer looking guy and he says, I'm here to take your car. I had him paying the, the car bills and the craziest thing happened. And some people may not believe this, but at that moment I got my first Shopify sale. So my phone went cha-ching. Wow. The noise that it makes. Yeah. Um, and I just like, I just knew that there was something there and I had to keep trying. I said, like, it was just this kind of in all this scariness that was happening, this kind of like peaceful moment where there was this really quiet, tiny voice in my head that said, there's something here. Keep going. Yeah. Oh my God. So did whatever I could to like sell. And I don't recommend this. I really don't recommend putting yourself in a situation where you're using a hundred percent of your means to open a new business. But at the same time, it worked out for me. It might not work out for everyone. Um, I took, I sold what I could scrapped up enough money to start working with a, a mentor. So I had done all my research on different people in the industry. I said, who is actually doing this right? And like, I had always been told, like, if there's something you want to know how to do, go to the person that's doing what you want to do and get the blueprint from them. Exactly. Yeah. So the mentor, do you mind saying? Oh, uh, absolutely. I don't mind at all. Um, Adrian Morrison. Wow. Okay. So, um, incredible person. I have nothing but good things to say about him. Obviously had a huge impact on my life. Definitely knew what he was doing. And at that time I, um, enrolled into his e-com success program scrapped together all the money I had to just be like, give me the blueprint. And he probably didn't, I, I'm sure he doesn't even know that it was like 
that kind of situation. <laughs> but I even like did everything I could to get like extra help. And I was like, I'll do your social media for free, like anything. He wasn't biting on any of it, but uh, <laughs> I had the blueprint and yeah. that was a game changer for me. I learned about Facebook advertising. I learned about how to be a real drop shipper. And I learned most importantly that it doesn't matter what I like or what my friends like. What matters is what's, what's a hot product and what's going to sell. Yeah, totally. Got to let the data guide you. Yeah, exactly. But, and uh, what, what year was this? So at this time frame wise, like what, what year was this going? Uh, this was not, it wasn't too long ago. It was about four years ago. Wow. Three, four years ago. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. See, the, thing about, the thing about time for me now is I spend a lot of time in Florida and I spend a lot of time traveling and in Florida, there's no season. So I'm finding it really hard to be like, Oh, it was last summer or last winter. And I'm really bad with dates. So uh, everything is just kind of blurred together. Um, but my, my marketing agency now just turned two years old. Um, and it was, it was a year or two before that. Wow. Yeah. Cause four years back in drop shipping. So yeah, I mean, that was a great, uh, great time to, to start. So, so to kind of pick up where, uh, where you left off. So when you, when you got that first sale and I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think that's probably the most important sale, like any, you know, drop shipper is just so memorable. It's when most people, you know, begin to believe that it can work for them. That yeah. Person. And for me, it was really important because every single person in my life that I had told about this, which were the people that were closest to me, were not supportive at all. Wow. Um, and were very, actually really harsh on me about it. Yeah. Um, so to have the people closest to you say, you know, you're crazy. Why are you wasting your money on this? And then also having your own fears and your own, own doubt, which may not even be your own fears and doubts, everyone else's fears and doubts that they've inflicted on you. It just makes the whole situation a lot scarier, but makes that, that moment so much more important. Yeah, totally. And painting that picture is just so, so awesome. And, and I think the, the audience is going to really gather value from hearing the story of, of how you overcame looking for a way out, you know, now believing that it worked for you, but dealing with, you know, an environment that maybe others aren't being as supportive, finding a mentor and, you know, even talk about like your mindset. Uh, what was your mindset like to making the decision to, to push through and overcome? Part of it, I think, is inherent. Um, <laughs> my family comes from Iraq. So I think a lot of people in my family are very resilient. Uh -huh. Maybe in our DNA, I don't know. <laughs> um, always was really independent growing up, um, which I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Um, just, you know, kind of the toughness of working in the hospital, having that strength. And then, but another part of it was also just desperation, um, which isn't a, a healthy thing by any means, but. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what 20 Rabbit is. <laughs> You know, the motivation comes from inspiration or desperation, and you would hope that it's uh, inspiration. But in, in your journey, you're sharing that, you know, it's desperation that, that got you to push through. And everyone has their own journey. And, and like you're trying to communicate, you know, try to learn from the people that have, have walked the path before you. So so Daria's uh, sharing her journey here. So hopefully you can get a glimpse of most people will see and we'll talk about, you know, your current level of success. But you know, people will see these numbers and they just can't believe the numbers and they immediately think it's get rich 
quick scheme or something like that. But, you know, here you are sharing your, your journey, showing like, you know, where you started and what you had to overcome and push through just really awesome. And, and that's, that's what the podcast is about, you know, highlighting the people that are keeping it real, crushing it and showing that, I mean, when you treat your business like a business, then you get out of it what you put into it. And, and this is so awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And I think that's why I really wanted to be a part of this. I think it's, you know, that kind of mentality and understanding those struggles, it applies to anyone that's looking to do something different, something scary, something that they feel in their heart is right, but still are maybe overcome with fear or or doubt or other people's opinions. Totally. So maybe describe uh, that scenario. So when when you started to see that it actually started working for you, where you're like, you know, holy shit, these are numbers are starting to come in. Well, I didn't. First of all, I didn't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was almost like it was almost like that same disbelief that I'm sure some some people feel or see when they see the other people's results. Yeah. It was like, I almost couldn't believe it at first. Wow. And um, I was also just kind of nervous that like it wasn't going to last long or it wasn't going to be sustainable or, you know, there was a little part of me that there was still that fear. Like, I don't want to tell anyone because I don't want to like jinx it or something. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was truly life changing because it was, it wasn't about, the money, even though money is an important tool and was a resource that I needed in my life at that time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about the money. It was that I knew that if I put my mind to something that I could do it. And I was doing that to myself. Really awesome. Yeah. And with that, so um, when you began to, to see that success, you know, maybe paint that picture for the audience. Like, I think I was mentioning this to you offline, but there's a lot of, um, through this journey, I've had the amazing opportunity to meet a lot of the high level people in this industry. And by no means am I, you know, the top dog when it comes to some of those, you know, guys in the boys club. Um, But it was very phenomenal that I was able to make more in the first year than I ever would have made working at the hospital. Wow. So That was like a pinnacle moment for me because Everyone, like I said, had told me that was completely impossible. There's no way. Um, I was no, wasn't doing seven figures by any means, but it was definitely significant for me. And um, that was the gateway for me. I, I've always been really into video games. Um, and it almost was like a video game to me. It was like, okay, how can I, you know, tweak this? Or let's try this. Let's test this. And just playing around with it and seeing what the response was. So it became like a video game to me. Um, and I was like addicted to the, the process and the results. Um, and I think that's what planted the seed for opening my marketing agency because I loved being a part of other people's journeys and seeing and doing that same thing of, okay, if we manipulate this, if we implement this, what are the results going to be? And, and same thing. It's like a video game to me. And that's awesome. And I'm glad that you mentioned the video games because I even noticed like other professional dropshippers describing the same thing, you know, related to the gaming. Because a lot of this in the space is a lot of trial and error or what we call testing. 
you know, we're product testing, ad testing and things like that. And, and I'm glad that, that you were, that you touched on that. And then hopefully we'll, we'll get into maybe some strategies here, but I mean, that aspect of it, which is okay. Now, you know, you treated it like a game and, and this was now fun for you to see what kind of results can you get further and further. And that's just so awesome. Have fun with it. And if you're not having fun, then what's the point? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And then how did that transition into starting your digital marketing agency? Like I met I like I mentioned before, I previously had worked for a marketing agency doing websites, graphic design, email marketing, little things here and there. Awesome. Um and then obviously getting into the e-commerce world, a lot of those things start, you know, learning Facebook ads and um, still implementing a lot of those things into it. Email marketing, of course. As I started to share with my circle what was going on with my business and as their social media presence increased, um, building that brand recognition, kind of going above that, not, I don't want to say above, but just kind of a different path of what opening an online store can develop into mm -hmm. um, some stores. I had different people in my circle and my community who own businesses coming to me and saying, Hey, can you help me with this? So I went back to the person that I used to work for because it was all very local and I didn't want to, I was thinking about opening my own agency. I didn't want to compete with them. So I just you knew, told him what was up. Um, told him I was thinking about opening my own agency, wanted to make sure that we were cool and all that. And he was actually, this was like right when like crypto was like really popping off. <laughs> and he wanted to kind of you know dive more into that and open um some crypto advising and stuff like that so he said why don't you just take over the agency so i can do this and i'll just take a small percentage and i was like perfect <laughs> so that's kind of how it started um over a series of events um it just made sense to open my own agency um as things started to scale quite rapidly and as we were taking on the international scene um and so that's when left side international was born that's the name of the agency west side international left side so left side. yeah okay <laughs> the side, it's the left side <laughs> yeah we'll be sure to include that in the show notes as well yeah man really great or as a transition of there and i mean and that's what's just so powerful about it, you know, so taking that journey into digital marketing because, you know, you can apply it uh, in so many areas of business and and in life. Now, you know, you're doing it as a company for for others and seeing that fulfillment. So maybe maybe describe that kind of like what you've been getting out of running the digital marketing agency. Um, it has definitely evolved a lot over time, like I said, as we were scaling a lot of new opportunities open. And so we've become um, very niche, niche focused, but we still work in all industries. Um, the coolest part about it all though has been seeing the team grow and seeing different departments grow. So we're a fully comprehensive digital marketing agency. We do everything from web development, email marketing, um, paid and organic advertising, branding, graphic design social media management, you name it. We want to be that one-stop shop when it comes to um, our clients because as someone that was a business owner myself and as someone that has a lot of friends that were business owners, what was kind of a big pain point was you'd have 
you know, you'd have one person do your website and then you'd have someone else do your email marketing. And then there was this gap or money was being left on the table and everything really needs to hum together seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I really like about e-commerce is you can have a really seamless integrated model. Um, but not all businesses have that luxury. So by being that one stop shop for them, we make sure they're not leaving any money on the table. And then we also can be that point of consultation for them. Like, yeah, I can, um, I can send traffic to your website all day, but if your website isn't set up for it, then I'm really doing you a disservice and I'm just wasting your money. So we can kind of guide our clients on, okay, this is your budget. This is where the budget will be best spent and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I kind of went way off track here, but the coolest part about how this agency has grown, like I said, is just seeing the team grow. So every department within itself has just kind of funneled out. We've got leaders of different teams. We have directors of all the leaders, and then we have our executive team and we have this, like this group of digital nomads that are all across North America and even other parts of the world. We have some virtual assistants that are some of the hardest working people I know. Um, And just seeing them be able to like reach their goals and learn and, you know, people come into our business with, we have some people come in with zero experience, but they're hungry and they want to work. So like that is the coolest part to me is like, I live vicariously through their journey. Oh, so awesome. And yeah, no, I mean, like, explaining that has just been so great because, I mean, like you said, you started in drop shipping, but, and then now you built this digital marketing agency and you're helping others. And with the focus of, of getting results, and I'll, I'll share a little bit about me because it sort of relates to it. it. It was part of the reason why, I mean, I'm like 20 years in tech. I've been around since the dot-com boom, but there was a reason why I started a technology company and I'll just make a long story short but you know back then you know during the during the dot com boom you know there was a crash uh as well that happened the dot com crash and there was a there was a person that uh you know was laid off I mean there was a telecom company laid off thousands of people um I won't mention the name but it has two T's in it and uh so he was one of them and he had you know wife and kids and he's like reaching out to me and he said, Hey, Brian, you know, I got a connection. He's from France. I got a connection in France and to sell, you know, cell phones at wholesale. Um, Can you help me, you know, start uh, an e-commerce store? And back then there was no Shopify. I think even back then it might've been been before like the Yahoo store, which is even before that. So um, they needed like somebody in tech to actually create an e-commerce and in developing that for them, you know, I watched as, as this e-commerce store, uh, took off and became his livelihood, you know, supporting his family and then opening up some, you know, brick and mortar cell phone stores and, and all of that. And then he, you know, moved from Chicago to LA and, you know, has been been pretty well off. But I mean, that level of fulfillment was, which was just like, you know, wow, you know, I could create something and it, it changed this person's life and became his livelihood for his family. And it, I could do this for so many others. And, you know, that's where my you know tech company came about. And I think it's similar to, you know, your digital marketing agency as well. Like you said, you're helping out other digital nomads or, or maybe even other companies achieve their results, not just trying to take their money for whatever they're asking for. Right. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I love that story. 
I'm going to suck for those <laughs> really awesome stuff. So, I mean, really great stuff that, that you're doing here. And, and even a quick mention for the audience. So, so Daria is, is not out anywhere else on like, you know, you know, YouTube and, you know, out, you know, personally branding herself. So, I mean, she's sharing her story here on, on Tech Money Talks. And I'm not sure if it's for the first time, but I mean, you know, kind of openly, you know, sharing these things. And I really appreciate that. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of this, especially women, um, because I, I get a lot of, of questions like, you know, why don't you have more? Why don't you highlight more female uh, e-commerce professionals on the podcast? And I said, I'd like, you know, I want to, you know, please, you know, refer whoever, you know, and, you know, and I did I did find you and I'm glad we connected and, and doing this today. Um, but I think your your story and your journey is going to be so powerful for so many women to hear uh because like like the audience and i'm speaking to the audience now as you can see there is you know sharing her journey and it's not an overnight success it's it's not all you know roses and, and sunshine she worked it and is now treating her business like a business and uh and i think she's a great role model for for you know women to follow and, and aspire to and i wanted to give you a chance to maybe speak about that as far as encouraging more women into e-commerce yeah i really hope so i mean that's what i'm rooting for i'm my whole thing is you know the future is female which is some people take that the wrong way it's not meant to be taken the wrong way it's just um you know studies show that the the best and fastest way that you can help a society advance is by empowering women mm -hmm. there's a there's a lot to talk about on that topic yeah. um but whether it like i said whether it's e-commerce or it's opening your own business or it's being the best stay at home mom that you could possibly be like, whatever it is that you want to do, don't feel pressured to just fall into whatever the rules are. You know, what's best for you. You know what your heart of hearts wants. And like the best advice that I can give is just to go for it and just be authentically true to what your heart wants. There are so many resources available today yeah. and, with my own journey and a lot of other women that I've talked to, there's a lot of times where being a woman in a lot of these industries, um, like my marketing agency right now is heavily involved in the legal industry. A lot of our clients are older, um, typically Caucasian, very wealthy men. And it can be really hard going in as a young, a young woman who, may not have the years of experience, but has experience and has credibility that may not be recognized right away. Um, there can be a lot of challenges with that. It can be a lot of challenges going into a boys club, but there's also ways that it can be an advantage. Um, of course, while always maintaining your integrity, yeah. but um, just know what your strengths are and capitalize on that is what I would say. And, and don't let other people's fears or insecurities penetrate that. I see a lot of, um, and I don't want this to come across in a negative way, but I see a lot of female entrepreneurs fall into the category of boss babe or boss lady. And me personally, some people may know this about me, some people don't because they still comment on my pictures and go boss babe. What? Um, that's not something I resonate with. <laughs> um, I feel like as someone that works in the professional industry now, I work with a lot of corporate companies. Mm -hmm. I just feel like me putting myself out there and branding myself as a boss babe 
is me not taking my business seriously. Like I run a legitimate business. Yeah. Very well said. Uh, I sit at the same table as the men do. And I deserve to sit at that table. A lot of times I have more education than every single person at that table. <laughs> so you just have to be, be strong willed on that. Don't let people put you into a category or put you into a box, make your own box. Very, very well said for sure. And yeah, I mean, the level that you're, that you're crushing it at, you know, speaks for itself and, and having the right mindset for sure. And yeah, I mean, you know, with, with your profile pictures, I just say that they look badass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they do look very cool as, as you're traveling around and, and actually maybe even describe that uh, for the audience, you know, kind of like the laptop lifestyle and the way that you're living now. Um, well, a big part of, of all of it for me was just having that freedom. You only get one life. And, um, like, I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I can't remember now because I've been ranting on, <laughs> but, um, my family comes from Iraq and my mom was pregnant with me when she immigrated to Canada and she had fled during the Gulf war, had been through unimaginable situations and, um, you know, being pregnant with me flying over the ocean, she said, if I make it across the ocean, I'm going to name her ocean. So that's what my name Daria means. Wow. Um, when I turned 18, I got that tattooed on my rib cage in Arabic, uh, in Kurdish. And uh, just as like a reminder to me that like my life could have been completely different. The opportunities available to me could have been completely different. Yeah. And so being grateful for that, um, really taking advantage of any opportunity that I did have. Yeah. And creating the best life that I possibly could as my mom had intended for me Yeah. Um, with everything that she went through to make sure that I had that. So part of that was just like living a life of fulfillment and happiness and spreading that love and that happiness as well. So the fact that I can work from my laps, my laptop gives me the freedom to work from wherever I want. Um, I grew up in a place where it snowed, 10 months out of the year. <laughs> I was not particularly fond of the, the snow. Um, and so I said, hey, I want to be on a beach. <laughs> um, so I spent, like I said, I spent a lot of time in Florida, but then of course with even just traveling to different conferences all over, this has just opened up so many opportunities for me. And currently traveling through Europe, um, I'm in Ibiza right now. And just came from London. So it's just, wow. it's really cool. And I'm really, really, really grateful every day that I can wake up and just, you know, be surrounded by that gratitude. Like, wow. And that that's just so awesome. And yeah, I did catch, you know, parts of that, you know, the travels. And and I even like the way you write some of the things in, in your posts. Um, and I'm just kind of reading like a, a little excerpt where you, you mentioned like every single day is a grind. How can we work smarter? How can we work harder? I am available 24 seven to attend to my business and never taking a single day off because, and I think you were talking about like, I mean, now it's a part of, you know, it's, it's a lifestyle, right? It's not just like a nine to five. Yeah. So that's the other thing is I don't ever want to glamorize entrepreneurship and having an online business. There is a million benefits to it, but it comes like you gotta put it, you gotta put in the work still. Yeah. I can take home my, my earnings and be like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy a nice car and then I'm gonna 
just not keep going with it. But I think a lot of people that do achieve success in this, like I said, it's kind of, whether it's a video game to you or whatever, you become addicted to those results and like really want to see what you're capable of and you continue to expand on that. So if I'm able to create a business that's completely automated or only requires up to four hours a week of my time, I'm not just going to sit on my ass for the rest of the time. I'm going to figure out other ways where I can invest my time into something else that's fun. So um, I'm invested in a ton of different businesses, always looking for new opportunities. And with the marketing agency, you know, even though I'm not doing all the day-to-day operations, I still have a, a huge team to manage and um, a, perfect, a perfectionist and like um, control freak by nature. I like to know what's going on with all the clients and everything like that. So um, it keeps me busy. And like I said, I just love the process of it. So um, having a team that's all over the world and then also me traveling, I'm on my phone all the time available whenever someone needs to reach me. Um, and just that also kind of that survival instinct of when things weren't going well of just like having to grind and having to work your ass off uh-huh. it just stopped. it's what i know and i did catch in one of the things your the workspace uh what's the story behind like having the six monitors there you actually use all six monitors i do <laughs> <laughs> i look at a lot of spreadsheets i'm like a data person yeah so a lot of spreadsheets a lot of kpis are really important um, and then I got to have like the Slack open on one. I got to have the iMessage open on another. I got to have the Google Hangouts on the other. Uh-huh. So I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Totally crushing it and treating it like a business. And yeah, you know, having uh, all those monitors. Yep. That means you're taking it serious for sure. Making sure everything's covered. That's awesome. And uh, and on a lighter note, I did notice and kind of along the way, you've been changing your hair color. What's the story behind that? Life is short. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to have fun with it. Um, I will say at one point though, like like I've kind of always had really long hair, and then about a year ago, was it a year ago? Hard to tell time these days. Like I said. Um, <laughs> I cut it short. Uh, okay. It kind of was like a lot of people will say that like when a woman changes her hairstyle, it's like a changing point in her life. Uh-huh. I don't know if I would go that far to say that about me because I feel like life is constantly changing for me and there's always new and exciting things going on. Um, but I cut my hair short because I was going to a lot of these conferences, these legal conferences. And I, like I said, I was always the youngest one in the room. I was always usually the only woman at the table. And I just wanted to do everything I could to make a statement to people that I was like here to do business and that I meant business. Yeah. yeah. So it's like my long luscious locks are distracting you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And one other thing that I did catch, uh, which I thought was awesome, and I think it was like your most recent post where where you said a whole year without drugs or alcohol, a whole year of growth, love, clarity, and inspiration. Um, I thought that was really awesome. And I was wondering if you could, you know, maybe tell what was going behind that. Yeah. So it kind of, uh, it kind of falls into, you know, even the hair thing. It's just, I realized 
all of like the opportunities that were available to me and, you know, kind of like the next steps of things that I wanted to achieve that I just wanted so bad. And I had this, I had this conversation with myself where I was like, if there's something that is holding you back or will get in the way of you and this, it has to go. And it was kind of like an act of self-love at the same time in that I just wanted better for myself. Um, And it wasn't even like, uh, okay, you have to quit drinking and you have to, you can't smoke weed or you can't do anything like that. Um, It was more just, I didn't want to feel like I was just going with the flow or saying yes to things or like, Hey, like, uh, let's go out, let's go do this. Let's go pop bottles because we should celebrate and whatever. I didn't want to just feel like I was just doing things just because, and I wanted to be really intentional about anything that I did do. So that meant a lot of things that meant relationships, friendships, Mm -hmm. where I was investing my time. What was I doing with my money? Where was I investing my money? What was making me happy at the end of the day? And even, you know, in an industry where um, we have people spending large marketing budgets with us and you want to go out, you want to show them a good time. I can go do all those things, but it doesn't mean that I have to drink as much as they're drinking or that I have to even drink at all. Yeah. If it doesn't make me happy at the end of the day, if I'm going to have a hangover the next day and I'm that's two hours out of my work day or three or four or worse, yeah. 12 hours a whole day, yeah. I don't have time for that. <laughs> So, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to quit for three months. I'm going to quit for six months. I'm going to quit for a year. It was just being more intentional about what I was doing. And it just so happened to have been, has been over a year now. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Without any of that. And consequently, not, not just because of cutting that out, but it was one of the best years of my life. No, that's really great. And, and I'm glad that you uh, shared that because I mean, that type of intentional self-reflection and then, you know, taking action and, you know, sharing that is just like, you know, really powerful. Um, And I think most people should, you know, you know, pick up on that is that, uh, you know, you don't need those things to really enjoy and get the most out of life. And um, I think it shows the level of maturity that you're at, uh, at a point in your life, really just making things happen, which is awesome. I appreciate that. And I'm not saying for anyone listening that like, you can't go out and party and still be successful or still have a fulfilling life. It's like everyone is their own person. You just have to be honest with yourself of what is helping you feel fulfilled and be the, the best version of yourself. Yeah. Um, I just was like often finding myself in situations where I was with people that were not, you know, doing it to just celebrate or have a good time or make them happy. They were, you know, escaping their reality. And that's not something I want to be around. Oh, very well said. So, you know, for the audience, I know there's a lot of uh, newbies, new people, you know, looking to to venture into e-commerce. You know, what advice would you give to them? Like, where where should they Uh, get started or begin to look well um there's two ways that you can go about it as long as you're committed to it i have no doubt that you'll be successful in whatever you want to do i'm a firm believer you put your mind to something you can get it done the only way you're going to fail is if you quit but there's two ways that you can get there you can 
you can take your own path and you can make your own mistakes and you'll learn from those mistakes and you'll grow and over time you'll get there. Or you can try to consult with someone that has made the mistakes before and might be able to guide you along the way and hopefully expedite some of those pain points. Yeah. And I say expedite because there's no way to avoid them. There's going to be pain points. It happens to everyone. Some of us take harder hits than others, but overall your net will be worth it. Um, and if you're not sure about what it is exactly you want to do, we are just so, we're so fortunate today that there's an endless amount of resources available to us online where we can learn about different avenues to take. What are other people doing? Um, and really explore some of the options before we, you know, decide, okay, I want to dive I want to dive headfirst into this. So I would just say like, really be resourceful. You don't have to spend any money to really just learn about what's going on out there before you make that decision to dive into something and make that educated decision that it's something that you think you would enjoy that you want to try out. Yeah. Very well said. Man, well, this has been really great. And I'm really uh, glad to have you on the show and I want to uh, give some exposure uh, to what you've been working on. I did notice uh, Hustle Inc. on your profile. I wonder if you could, you know, maybe talk about that. Yeah. So this is a, a store um, that I'm partnered with some other people on. Um, obviously, having a lot of awesome, ambitious, entrepreneur-type people following me on social media um, who continue to inspire me. Um, we've created Hustle Link, which is a culture for aspiring entrepreneurs. And we have apparel, we have motivational art to keep in your office. Yeah. Um, I'm all about energy. So you got to keep that energy up while you're going through this, while you're going through the ups and the downs. It's all about your energy. You got to be fired up 24 7. So. <laughs> awesome. Hustlelink.com. And we'll be sure to leave that in the show notes and yeah i mean i was browsing through there and i actually saw uh one of the artworks that you had I, and i'll try to describe it for the audience since it's like you know this is an audio podcast but it had like the the lips with like the look like hundred dollar bills on there i think i'm going to be buying that for my wife uh, i think she'll really love that hanging on the wall so <laughs> that's really cool that's one of my personal favorites and you know um even with like what you and I are doing right now with hustling, we're really trying to share more stories of people of like, what is the real side of entrepreneurship? Like not yeah. all the cars, like not all of the pretty women, like what is like the real part of it and the real reason why we all do it. And that particular piece, um, we have a video coming out for of where the inspiration came from. And it had a lot to do with um, the music industry and some of the entrepreneurs in that space and just kind of their hustle and what hustle means to them. So that one's called The Art of Persuasion. Wow. Really awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's good to know that there's a story behind that. Would people be able to capture that all through the website so they should go there uh, to look for more information? Yeah. You can also check them out on social media. It's um, on Instagram at hustlelink.co and same on Facebook. Awesome. And, uh, and then what's the best way for, uh, for people to follow you if they want to catch the latest of what you're up to? Um, Instagram is the hub of all that's latest and greatest <laughs> in the adventures of Daria Wolf. Um, yeah. 
at Daria Wolf. Um, I'm sure you'll have that. You'll have the spelling of my name typed somewhere, even though this is an audio. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear from anyone who thought that they got value from this. Um, I try my hardest to respond to everyone that messages me. And uh, it's, it's getting kind of challenging, but that's definitely something I commit at least an hour every day to. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, really awesome. And thanks for doing that. And like I said, you know, Daria uh, is quickly becoming a, a really good role model. Uh, and not just for women, but, you know, especially for women. But I mean, even, even men, I mean, she's crushing it at, uh, at a high level, you know, with the agency and the company. Um, for for anybody to follow, I think uh, a lot of value and a lot of lessons learned, um, which is just really awesome. So um, uh, before we wrap up, oh, actually, I just wanted to to ask, is it OK to follow up with you like later in the year to see how things are going? Maybe have you back on the show. Yeah, I think that would be great. <laughs> I need, need you guys to push me to, you know, talk more because I can get so, you know, stuck in my laptop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Screen, but I know I, I love sharing my story and I love if it can help anyone in any type of way and I love connecting with people so yes please reach out to me that'd be awesome that'd be awesome for sure well yeah so before we wrap it up I'll give you a chance to leave some closing remarks for the audience so I'll let you take it away <laughs> you're gonna have me talking for another two hours uh, I'll keep it really I'll, I'll try and keep it short and sweet like I said, it's all about your energy. Energy is so important. If there's people around you that are draining that energy, I'm sorry to say this, but they got to go. Maybe it's temporary. It's permanent. I don't know. You need to make a commitment to yourself right now, because if you, if you're not helping yourself first, you're not going to help anyone else around you that if anyone else is draining you of your energy or stopping you from becoming the best version of yourself, they got to go. You're either in or you're not. There's no, you can't be half pregnant. So uh, <laughs> the time is now. The time is now to capitalize. Uh, we're so fortunate to have all these opportunities and resources available to us. You don't need $10,000. You don't need $20,000. You don't, you don't need a bunch of money to make your dreams a reality. You just have to commit. Very well said. You just need the hustle and the time is now. Man, really great stuff. Daria, thank you for being on the show. You dropped a lot of value. Really awesome stuff. I look forward to staying in touch with you and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me and, and to everyone listening. I really look forward to connecting with you guys. Again, that's uh, follow me on Instagram, Daria Wolf. And definitely check out at hustlelink.co. Love to hear from um, different entrepreneurs and their stories as well. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. I hope everything was helpful and thought-provoking and somewhat entertaining. If you want to learn more about this topic, please let me know so I know what to focus on in future episodes. My goal is to teach people how to make money with the opportunities that technology can bring. And if you like this episode, please show your support by subscribing, leaving an awesome review. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My tag name is Tech Money Talks. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.